Please here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable dicks. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. It's so good That's, to see you. It's been so long, man. Wow. You're gorgeous. It's not me. You're glowing. It's oh, not him. Well, that explains everything. Who, who are you? You got the wrong guy. Oh, God. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Can I just mm. say something about you and your jawline? Don't even. I look like hell right now. No. You know what? All right. Jump. Fine. Go ahead. How much weight have you lost since we started this podcast? I think I've gained back a good 10 pounds just in the last two weeks. <laughs> so it's, it's not a good time to ask. <laughs> okay. I, mean, uh, I had lost some weight, I think. I don't know how much. I haven't measured it. But then I just, yeah, the last couple of weeks, a couple of visitors. Hmm. Ske- do schedule mm-hmm. flopping all over the place and that's what throws you off i'm trying i'm trying to maintain i worked out yesterday i'm gonna tr- sure as hell try to do it again today and but not you know so try to get back in the way reverse the inevitable crash of the the, the diet you know it happens every time yeah it obviously happens every time because i'm not in any sort of permanent great state of physical health well uh i bring it up because uh you in my opinion have lost weight since the beginning of this uh show because i was looking at old clips of the show i don't know why uh i think i was searching for i heard that or something but i can tell you that your jawline has become more prominent and I was very impressed. I was like, you know, I know Pike has been dieting. I know he's been exercising. I know. And you know what? It paid off because I can see it in your jowls. I can see your chiseled oh. jawline just emerging from that fucking slug of a neck you had, apparently, that I didn't realize. You kept saying how overweight <laughs> you were. And I was like, you're not overweight. What are you talking about? And then now, whoo, now it's like you're chiseled really? from granite. Yeah. I was like, whoa, okay. I see what you're doing, Pike. I, I I wouldn't say that. I'm gonna have to go look at those old clips because I don't have I don't even have a weight that I started at. So that that will be my before and after. Here was me <laughs> in the podcast in November. Here's me now. Yeah, and here's you now. That's like you holding up your fat pants. It's just a picture yeah. of you <laughs> holding up a picture of you. That's amazing. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. Well, uh, congratulations because well, I read thanks. that the average American has gained 29 pounds during the pandemic. No, no, no. That's not true. Swear to God, dude. That's 29. 29 pounds. 42% of Americans have gained at least... Uh, well, here it is, right here. 42% of Americans have gained 29 pounds on average during the pandemic. This is from the American Psychological Association. That's a lot of, that's a lot of weight. Like a Women don't even gain that much weight when they're pregnant. Mm, yeah, no, I agree. Some ladies use pregnancy to just go ham. And then other ladies, like, freak out about gaining weight during pregnancy. And then they're, like, not gaining enough weight. You know what I mean? You got to really, like, oh, play that I even. Think, right. I think my sister lost weight, actually. That's terrible. Which happens because, well, I mean, if you're drinking fairly regularly, you got to stop doing that. So a lot of people just lose weight for that. Good point. Wow, great point. Great point. Roger is here. Roger says, it's the mayo diet. (laughs) Is that my nickname or something? Or no, No. that's right. I've been 
I've been eating entirely mayo. Yeah, yes, very healthy. Very you healthy. You consume bottles of mayo. You're gonna start putting weight back on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that makes me happy. Uh, yeah, very fun. So I read that thing and I was like, you know who's lost weight? Pike. Pike is the anti-average American. You're un-American, dude. What are you, some kind well, of terrorist? What do you What do you think you are? You lose weight? You weight terrorist? Join the rest of us, bro. I don't appreciate it. I did. I did. I was leading the charge from like last March to the new year. Mm, good. Jay says, stop drinking soda and you'll lose some weight. Well, I agree. But if you don't drink soda and you just drink beer, then stopping yeah. drinking soda is not going to do it. But hey. Yeah, I don't. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I, no, I don't. I, yeah, I don't drink soda either, but I do drink beer. So that's the same. Exactly. Same problem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, look, I didn't even start off the show. Hey, welcome oh. to the show. How are you? Thanks for being here. You're now a member of the committee, so thanks for being here as a member of the committee. Shout out to the committee members watching it live. We got Roger here. We got Jay here over on YouTube.com slash Sparks Radio. And if you're there, give us the thumbs up. Give us the old likey like. How about the subscribe button? Uh, a bell is involved, I believe. All kinds of stuff that you can do to help out this show. The most important thing you can do to help out this show is tell a friend, send them a link, text them, be like, hey, dude, I dig this show. That is the absolutely coolest thing you could do because, you know, we're all well aware of viruses at this point and they spread from person to person. We want to make this show just <laughs> just as deadly and a spread of misinformation <laughs> yes. like the coronavirus, which would be absolutely wonderful. So. If you could tell a friend, we'd appreciate it. We'd like to start with the elderly and then make our way into the people, the high risk younger people. <laughs> and if we're lucky, we will even infect some young, otherwise healthy people. That's right. Yes. <laughs> this show's goal. I wrote it down in the notes. It said goal number one, prey on the elderly. That's what we, that's what we set out to do. <laughs> that was our niche. They say, oh, you need yeah. a niche. They're like, I thought comedy finance was your niche. We're like, no, 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 no. Praying on the elderly. Not enough podcasts. Pray on the elderly. They're like, but guys, there's z literally 0% of people over 75 listen to podcasts. And we said, <laughs> screw you. We're going to get them. Seems like that's a whole fresh market to us. All right. Sounds <laughs> like no one has even tried. Yeah, well, no wonder they don't. They don't have any good options. Exactly. What were we talking about before the show today, Pike? What were we saying? I had to go make coffee. Yeah. Yeah, you did. What what band did I bring up? What what oh, uh, musicians? God. Glenn Miller and the Dynamite Boys. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Glenn Miller and Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass. Huge in the 75-plus oh. community. Huge! Okay? That's yeah. why we're just... Right. We're focusing in. Exactly. We're focusing in. No, uh, it's a comedy finance podcast. Thanks so much for being here. We really do appreciate it. Dude, my life has been a little bit bananas lately, and I'll get into it. But go ahead, Pike. I'm, I'm finished here. Uh, oh, I'm okay. finished. <clears throat> hey, let me ask you this. For $100,000, would you take a boat? You know, you're in charge of the boat. You're the captain of the ship here from the United States to England for a hundred thousand dollars. any would sort I, would I captain a boat from the U S to yeah. England? Yeah. You don't have time to like train and shit. You got, you have to set sail tomorrow. Okay. So you got one day to like get the things you need, which you might not even know what you need. Like they got the boat waiting. The boat, the boat is a, a functioning boat. It's not very big. It's like a little bigger than a fishing boat. Oh, it's, it's, Wait a minute. This is a tiny... You're not a captain if it's a tiny boat. No, it's like a picture a boat you would take a, an excursion, deep sea fishing. Okay. You know, like it might have two layers. You got you got a place to sleep. Yeah. But it's not it's not by no means is this a ship. And you got to go by yourself. You can fly back. No. If you make it. I am not doing that. For a hundred grand? No, fuck no. 
what's the problem? Uh, there's nothing more terrifying on Earth than just open water. Oh, yeah. Dude, no, no way, bro. Have you seen these <laughs> videos of these gigantic ships in the middle of the ocean? Like, they're going up and down waves the size of the Empire State Building. They're, like, just going... <laughs> Yeah. That is Fuck yeah. that. No no way. That's my worst nightmare. But they can they'll come get you. You have a proper radio system. If they need to come throw a rope down, they will. Who's they? Dude, I'm in international waters. I'm out in the middle of the goddamn Atlantic. I'm not fucked. No one's coming. They can't they find come me. Get you? No. US Coast Guard? Not gonna <laughs> come get you. Really. Where's my radio reaching? Who no one's coming. I'm out there. It's a suicide mission, and I'm not doing it. People do it, I'm sure. You yeah. could get lucky, and it could be like a really pleasant trip. Dude, people do it that have, A, skills and knowledge of what they're doing. That's a huge tool to your advantage. I don't have that tool. I didn't think you did. That's why I asked. Yeah. Although it'd be a stupid 16, question if you were like a, <laughs> when I was sixteen, I was in like an expert boatsman. Well, that's what I'm getting at. Because when I was sixteen, I was in this oh. program called Spirit of America, and it was a it was ran by the U.S. Coast Guard. And I got my boater's license, and we would capsize boats and we'd flip them back over like small sailboats out there in Lake Erie. I learned how to drive a boat, fix engines, sail, did all this stuff. Spirit of America, oh. baby. No kidding. Yeah. Look at you. I had no idea you were such a boatsman. I I, I don't think I retained any of that information. I know you have port okay. starboard side, and there's a bunch of red and green lights out there. And uh, yeah, that that's not going to help you when you're like by yourself in the middle. Like you you can impress yourself with your vocabulary all you want. It's not going to save you from a giant. Empire State Building wave. Wow. Listen to this. Roger says, I sank 20 miles out and the Coast Guard picked me up. Whoa. Roger what sank 20 miles out. Holy shit. Roger, you got to tell us that story. Whoa. Yeah. Now he's saying, look at what he's saying now. Look. Free helicopter ride. Huh? Dope. I feel like, I feel like they make you pay for that. It's like when you get an ambulance, you don't, it's not just a free trip. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes I feel like an ambulance ride would be cheaper than a, than an Uber or a cab. It's like, dude, yeah. $75 to the airport. What are we doing here? <clears throat> yeah. All right. Are you finished? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, they'd say it would take about seven weeks. That's pretty <laughs> constant sailing. Okay. I'm finished. No fucking way. I am not doing that. We have no time today, Pike. We cannot lollygag because okay. let me tell you Sorry. what's going on in my life. Okay. Yesterday, crazy day. Uh, as you know, it was a little bit of a goofball yesterday on the show. It's because I was so happy just to go have some fun. Like to do the show last night, to have some fun. And it's because I was running around all day. And now I got to, we got to, yeah, well, it's going to be a short episode because I got to go run around again. What a running. Well, what happened? I know you had the reason we did it late. You had a big, big thing happening. Yeah. So did the, we did the show in the last night instead of in the morning when we normally do it because uh, I got my vaccine yesterday morning, which is exciting. Ooh. I know. You know, half vaxxed. Half vaxxed. I know, but here's the thing. I have to wait four weeks, four weeks to get that second shot. I thought it was two, or has it always been four? No, my parents are like three, and my wife is like three. But now I'm four. What? What, what is it about you that makes the extra week? Because you're I a don't large know. bodied person? <laughs> Does that have no, anything to do with it? I don't think it's that. I don't think it's my large body. I think it's uh <laughs> I, I think it's just how the scheduling went. So four weeks 
from yesterday. I got to go in the morning again, so it's going to be a later episode because I got to go at the exact same time four weeks later. Okay. And they say after the second one, you feel like shit. So hopefully I don't feel like shit. Oh, I bet that's, I guarantee it. Uh, that's so like overblown. Really? Yeah, you might, you might feel like, eh, but just lay down. Just sit down. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah, well, I had to drive to Warren, Ohio, which I had to look up on a map. It's over by Youngstown. It's near the Pennsylvania state line. And I was like, oh, oh my, my God. It was like 50 minutes away from where I live. So I had to haul ass out there early yesterday morning, got my shot, turned around, went to the uh, rental property that we've bought. And I'm going to do a whole rental week, I think on rental property Ooh. and ask some questions or answer some questions and tell you my experience with buying and investing in real estate. And uh, so I was going to the rental property and man, dude, <clears throat> I got this electrician guy. He's kind of fucking weird. Okay. He knows his shit. I'm not going to take anything away from him there, but he's a little bit of an odd duck. So I'm thinking cable guy with Jim Carrey. No situation. More like Ben Stein kind of uh oh guy but Inter interesting telling me his life story you know his wife mm -hmm. divorced him because she fell through the ceiling of the attic fell on her head went to the hospital broke her back concussed went to rehab came back a different person like whole personality oh. changed yeah and then served him divorce papers <laughs> like did this whole thing dude i was like damn yikes oh wait brutal so anyway he discovers that the upstairs of this uh my rental property is completely wired incorrectly he was just supposed to go there and put in some gfci outlets and then he finds out that the entire upstairs and the downstairs bathroom is all on one breaker oh my yeah and the wiring to the stove it's an electric stove it's wired it has like a for a dryer, not for a stove. So it could have like caught fire. It's like, oh shit. Jesus. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. So I uh I was like, God damn it. And so he goes, look, if this was like an electrician with like a crew of guys, this would cost you like ten thousand dollars to rewire this house. I was like, fucking hey, dude. And he goes, Look, I'll charge you twelve hundred. But I need you, you're going to, he called it cut and run. You're going to cut the holes in the walls. You're going to run all the wire for me. You're going to crawl into that crawl space. You're going to do all this kind of stuff. So that's why we got to kind of cut this show short today is because today I'm like an electrician, electrician's apprentice for, for, uh -oh. for, for no fucking reason. <laughs> Just a temporary hire for this guy. <laughs> what the yeah. hell? He's like, you're a young guy. Get in there and run that wire. And I was like. Yes, sir. Like, I'm like, okay. So I have to, I'm running wire today. Oh, God. How do you even know to do that? Do you, I, is he's like, you, you got the rest of the night, watch some YouTube videos, because tomorrow it's on. Yeah, that's exactly it. He's like, yeah, just staple it every three feet. That That's the code. And then just do it. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I that's no hilarious. Idea. I love that this guy exists. Yeah, this guy does not he's like he just doesn't want to do the manual labor but that's where the money is so he's like you know whatever i'll charge you 1200 bucks i'll get everything up to code just i'll show you where to cut so he drew on my walls with pencil he like drew like four foot strip sections i gotta remove like giant swaths of the wall because i have to staple it to the studs you know i have to like run wire oh yeah i always wondered how they did that I'm learning quite a bit. So uh, wow, shout wow. out to the electricians of the world. If you need help in the future, I'll understand what gauge of wire, how many amps. It's all stuff I'm learning. I'm <laughs> anyway. Dude, why not? Just, I mean, I know guys that go to school for like two years to do that, but you could do it. Doing it in a weekend with a. a Ben Stein, the electrician, who who apparently has bad knees and doesn't want to crawl around in an attic anymore. So he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, bring your ladder. 
and some knee pads. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> if I didn't know any better, I'd be a little creeped out right now. Uh, yeah, I know. My wife, Latin Fire, she's like, make sure you have your phone on you so he doesn't murder you in that crawl space. And I was like, all right, sounds good. Jay's laughing at me over here on uh, YouTube. He says, man, is he giving you a discount since you're doing half the work? Yeah, dude, he could have been... He'd be charging me several, like tens of thousands of dollars to rewire my entire house. It's essentially what we're doing. But since I'm doing it, he's only charging me 1200 bucks. So as long as we're up to code, nothing lights on fire. I don't want anybody to get hurt, you know? I guess. Are you afraid you're going to screw something up? I mean, yeah. electricity, pretty scary thing. Yeah, but he he's doing all the wiring. I'm just oh. running wire. I'm cutting holes okay. in the walls climbing in the attic and I'm like dropping him down. He, he told he told me how to do it and he mapped it out on the wall. He drew it with a pencil like cut here, cut here, cut here. Oh, okay. Drill a pinhole here so you know where the wire is coming. But I had to push back paint. I had to push back the guys who are redoing my floors. They're like re-sanding the floors, refinishing them. I had to push back all this stuff because he was just supposed to change some outlets and now now I'm in a crawl space with a stranger today. So I don't understand what's happening. I don't I don't get what's going on with my life, but that's why I got to run directly after the show and go, go play a uh, apprentice here. <laughs> what if today's like, "All right, now I need you to dig a trench from the house to the sidewalk. <laughs> yeah. Just it's one thing after the other. Now I need you to wash my car. Like, wait a minute. This has nothing to do, sir. <laughs> Why am I paying? Wait a minute. I'm doing the work and I'm paying you? Like, that's what's happening today. I don't understand what's going on. I'm going to need you to pick my son up from, ba <laughs> from baseball practice. All right. He gets done at four. Then I need you to get home and cook me dinner. You understand? Yes. I, and I don't like anything too salty. I got high blood pressure. I don't think you understand what I'm dealing with here every single night. You're like, Jesus Christ. Anyway, so that's our my apologies yesterday for it being a little late. Yesterday was a crazy day. Today, it's continuing. It's a bananas of a week. So, uh, thank you. That right there, I didn't even introduce you. That right there is at Pike Taylor Radio on all social media. Make sure you're giving him a follow. He's not a financial advisor. I am at Sparks Radio on all social media. Also, not a financial advisor. So if you could, jump on there. Give me a follow as well. Today, we're talking about cryptocurrency, Pike. Crypto, are you an investor of it? Do you believe in it? What do you think? I am not. Although, if from an earlier episode, I do have people asking me for advice on that. Simply because I'm on this podcast, which is not wise, because I don't, I don't know. I don't have any of it. I don't have even a fraction of a crypto. You don't. I have some. No. I okay. have some. And we could, we're going to do multiple episodes on crypto in the future. But one of the guys who I highly, 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 highly respect is talking about crypto today. And he is on... Boy, well, it's Yahoo Finance. I don't know if it was on a TV show or just Yahoo Finance, but uh, he was talking about. Uh, Look at these bozos! What are you talking about? It's Ray Dalio. Oh, it oh it is. Oh, okay, of course, Ray Dalio. Yeah, Ray Dalio, one of my uh, financial heroes. He is just he's a it's ridiculously smart guy. Of course, he's a billionaire, one of the richest people in the world, but also started uh, Bridgewater out of his apartment. He's now grown it into multi-billion dollar company, managing, I think, trillions in assets. Just really pretty uh, amazing American uh, story, you know, kind of a thing. Wow. However, I think you're kind of right. Look at these bozos. He's wearing a smoking jacket. What is he wearing? Yeah, that's. That's like, come on, man. You're on the fucking TV. And the guy on the left, what is it? Harvey Weinstein lose some weight? <laughs> He's doing interviews now? <laughs> yeah, it's Harvey Weinstein with a, 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 a one small eye and one big eye. That's what it looks like. <laughs> oh. Wow. 
Yeah, Ray Dahlia is wearing like a it looks like a velvet blue smoking jacket, and it looks like he's in his PJs. He just rolled yeah. out of bed and started sounding off on crypto. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, that's good. <laughs> he don't give a fuck. I love that about him, dude. If you had as if you had twenty two billion dollars or whatever, however much Ray Dalio has, would you? Yeah. Would you wear any normal clothes ever again? No. You <laughs> wouldn't give a shit. No. <laughs> Think of like, if somebody else had to do this interview, they would spend all week like, shit, what am I going to wear for this interview? Yeah. This guy, oh, this guy, I, he probably was sleeping in that chair. Probably fell asleep. <laughs> all of a sudden, this guy pops up on his, you know, Zoom call. He's like, hey, Ray, we're ready. What? <clears throat> Shit, I forgot about this. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are we talking about? Crypto. Hey, Ray Dalio, what do you think about crypto? And then everyone's like, not everyone's freaking out, but so many people. Oh, my eyes itch so bad right now. Dude, does your itchy eye make eyes. this sound? Listen to this. Does your eye make this sound when you, when you itch it? Listen. I don't think we're hearing what you hear. You don't hear that? A tiny click, but I know what you. I, I've had that. It makes a squishing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gross. Only one. No, I, does I don't. It. I would go to the doctor. <laughs> All right, are we ready? Here's what Ray Dalio has to say. About Is that it. in a bubble? Maybe three part question. Is it dangerous? And what do you think the likelihood of the government outlawing it is? And is that even feasible? Bitcoin has proven itself over uh, the last 10 years. Um, it proved um, it hasn't been hacked. Uh, it's by and large, therefore, worked on an operational basis. Um, it has built a significant following. It is an alternative, um, in a sense, um, storehold of wealth. It's like a digital cash. Um, and those are the pluses. Uh, bubbles are financial assets that have imputed value. It's, it's an asset that doesn't have intrinsic value. It has imputed value. It's whatever we want, uh, think it is. Um, and if you look at some of the bubbles in the past, um, a great book is Extraordinary Popular Delusions and the Madness of the, Cl uh, of the Crowds by McKay, yeah. 1845 or something. Um, but it, he talks about the South Sea bubble and he talks about the Mississippi bubble and so Quoting on. Quoting books from it 1845, is when people bro. love it. Um, it's the dot-com bubble what? and so on. And it, um, that, you know, that could be. So when you look at Bitcoin, it's a possibility. It, it, you know, it's an alternative um, because what there aren't many um, such assets. There are not some, so many assets that might have intrinsic value that can't be uh, messed around. As far as the government allowing it, um, the history was, um, you know, banks always used to exist. And then um, with the Bank of England, um, it, they decided that they, it was in up. their interest to have a monopoly on banking at a, okay. at a country. And so what we did is we uh, every country treasures its monopoly on controlling the supply and demand. They don't want other monies to be operating or competing because things can get out of control. So I think that uh, it would be very likely that um, you will have um, it under a certain set of circumstances uh, outlawed the way gold was outlawed. And you're watching... That question arise in India today. India today um, is making the move to outlaw it, outlaw possession of it. Um, okay, so we have to see what that means. Now, can they do it? Um, uh, uh, now we get into the particulars. Um, my understanding from um, people who are sort of in government surveillance and go on is yes, it's a, they can understand, they can track it. They can know who's dealing with it. I don't know. Like I'm not an expert on that. Hmm. Um, but um, you know, there's a whole way is, is it private wallets? Is it not private wallets? How do you do this, this and the other? Okay. Blah, 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 blah. Getting into the nitty gritty of it. So essentially that is one of the greatest mi financial minds 
in the history of at least the United States, if not the world, Ray Dalio saying that eventually the U.S. government will outlaw crypto. Okay, so that happened. It's now making waves. Everyone is talking about it. What do you think, Pike? How do you feel about not, you don't know anything about crypto, as you just said. <laughs> How do you feel, though, about the government outlawing crypto from a, from an outsider's perspective? Okay, well, just from pure, pure politics, I believe that as much government involvement as we can get, the better, okay? <laughs> um, in, in every aspect of our lives. So translate that to this. I don't, it, it, to me, it sounds like that's like no good, right? Like the, the only reason they're, uh, they would do that is because it's not benefiting them and it's benefiting us. So I, I don't see how, in, in, in what would they do? Like, let's say they did outlive and I've got a bunch of Bitcoin. What, what are they going to take it? Do they just cash me out? They say, like, all right, go home, boy. Here's your here's your U.S. dollars. I don't know. Just like we use. We haven't been through a technology or a uh, industry that has existed and then been outlawed. It's obviously happened before in the United States. You had prohibition. That didn't work, yeah. right? No. That we learned our lesson there. You had marijuana. That used to be totally legal, didn't George Washington have a giant marijuana plantation kind of farm. Some of our founding yeah. fathers grew weed in Virginia instead of tobacco, right? That was a cash crop. Then it became outlawed. And then now it's slowly becoming legal again. I think eventually it will become federally legal. So we haven't, we haven't been alive. You and I haven't been alive long enough to see the outlaw of something that was originally legal turned illegal that was a huge industry. Well, he mentioned gold. I, I guess I don't know what that's about. Did they outlaw gold at some point? Probably. I mean, yeah. If Here's the thing. It, governments don't like things they can't control. Period. Mm -hmm. They're going to try everything in their power to start controlling it. But looking at the other side of it, it's not like the government's not making money on cryptocurrency because even though it is anonymous and the government hates that anonymity, uh, that's what Ray Dalio started getting into. Like, Hey, I've talked to my, uh, you know, friends and people that work in, uh, like cybersecurity. They, they say that crypto can be tracked, even though it says it can't be tracked. They can find out what's going on in these wallets. So real rundown crypto one Oh one, uh, I put up a crypto rant talking about Dogecoin and how the blockchain works and all that kind of stuff. I'll throw in the in the show notes below. So okay. definitely check that out if you're curious about this whole thing and how crypto as as a basic entity works. However, it's supposed to be anonymous where you hold money in your wallet. That's where the money goes. And a wallet is like a digital holding spot. So it could be a hard drive. It could be online. It could, they, if it's not on the internet, it's called a cold wallet. So that's like on a hard drive or a flash drive, you know, whatever you can. Yeah. It's just a piece of code that holds all the money in there. Uh, holds all the cryptocurrency. So I was like, okay, but they can't track it, but they do tax it. U.S. government does tax cryptocurrency, and they, they they tax it as capital gains, which that's a high tax rate. So they don't tax it as a currency. It's not like you have sales tax on Bitcoin or whatever. If you have a net profit of Bitcoin and you sell it within a year, so if I bought Bitcoin, which I did, I am a Bitcoin holder. If I have Bitcoin and it's profited, which it has, and I sell it right now, I don't have a lot. I bought like a hundred bucks of Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah. In January, I bought a hundred dollars of Bitcoin. Let's see how much it is right now. It's $140. So I bought a hundred dollars worth. I made, uh, it's up to 140. I have $40 of net profit. If I sold that Bitcoin right now, I would be taxed capital, short-term capital gains tax 
on that Bitcoin amount. So on forty dollars. Okay. On the profit. not one hundred and forty. Not one hundred and forty. Yeah, okay. yeah, just my profit, just what I made. So, and you have to file that on your taxes. So you do get. Uh, it depends on what, what website you bought it from. I bought this from Coinbase. If Coinbase at the end, excuse me, at the end of this tax year, will send me, I don't know what it is, a 1093 form. It'll send me a tax form that I have to fucking fill out. And I, if I, if I ended up selling now, if you hold it as an investment, if you hold Bitcoin and you don't sell it and you hold it for a certain number of years, you get taxed as long-term capital gains tax, which is a shorter or a smaller tax rate. So it's almost, it's almost better to hold it for longer because you get taxed. Right. So that's the kind of interesting thing that the IRS decided, uh, 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 we're not taxing this as currency, we're taxing this as property, which is essentially capital gains. So the US government, as Bitcoin starts going up and up and up and up, the US government is gonna profit from that because they're gonna get taxes. They're gonna realize the taxes of those sales. So it's like, you're not, since they don't see it as currency, the US government sees it as property. So instead of like, hey, I'm using my crypto to buy something, like I bought a PS5 with my Bitcoin, the US government doesn't see that as you buying PS5. The US government sees you selling your Bitcoin in exchange for a PS5. It's kind of a weird thing. But so in that regard, it's not like the government's not profiting and not tracking not tracking money, not tracking the Bitcoin currency. So they are kind they're kind of they got their toes in both ponds here. So I don't know. I don't know. What's going to happen with yeah. Bitcoin? If it becomes illegal, what what happens? You got people worth billions of dollars because of Bitcoin. They're going to sue. Tesla just bought $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. Companies are now investing in Bitcoin. We'd probably have like some sort of revolutionary war, wouldn't you imagine? <laughs> I hope not. That would be... That's to me, it seems like the only option. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mike. That's the only option. <laughs> we're, we're going to war over Bitcoin? Well, like, that seems a little a little much. If I had made that, that much money and the government just took it away, I would, yeah, I would probably want to do some damage to the... I would at least, like, you know, storm the capital. The very least. Insurrection part do the yes. digital wars? Is that what it is? I yeah, I'd be the guy stealing the podium this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell no. Oh. Give me my Bitcoin back. Waving and smiling. When I saw that guy, I was like, oh man. First of all, enjoy prison. Second of all, yeah. what a hilarious photo. That's that's like the right. guy has like oh my god it's almost like just watching guys smiling uh, on just some railroad tracks with a train coming at him yeah. like hey i'm yeah. having a great time I'm like bro you are in for a goddamn reckoning pretty soon you are gonna be in federal prison you're smiling with the speaker's podium like do you not understand what are you doing right now you are not you are clearly out of your brain. You're not, you have no idea. You're in a lion's cage, you know, and you're making a pie. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, big dummy. Big yeah. dummy. Uh, that's one of my favorite photos of 2021 so far. It's the podium guy. I love that. Me too. I don't have any official ranking of my favorite photos. No? That's guy, I imagine that's toward the top. My other uh, uh, photo... That's up there. Um, yeah, give I mean, us the top ten. This banger right oh, here. Yeah. I mean, we cracked the code yesterday with uh, that boat stuck in the Suez Canal. I mean, that's just. I felt like X Files after we figured that out. That was pretty amazing. I'm right. surprised no one else saw that. Chris Christie was the reason the boat was so weighed down there. Nobody's caught on to it yet. I can't Nobody's believe we're like the only ones. Into, yeah. You noticed it right away. 
Anyway, my point is this. Uh, will cryptocurrency become illegal? Let's enter the take. Now entering the take factory. Here we go. Hot take, Pike. What do you think? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yeah, it is. They're going to outlaw it. And followed by a revolutionary war, which I will not be any part of because I don't have any Bitcoin. I'll be on the other team if I had to pick a side. Are we picking sides already in the crypto revolutionary war? Uh, yeah, it's not a bad time to like let it be known. You know, I'll be on the side with the, the military and whatever. You're on the U.S. government side. Yeah, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to do any of that, but I'll put a flag up in my yard. <laughs> yeah. I'll make, I'll feed the troops if they're in the neighborhood. <laughs> That's it. All right. So you're siding with the U.S. government on making it illegal. Okay. My turn inside the take factory. Now entering the take factory. No, I'm going to say oh. that it is not going to become illegal. I think uh, other countries will try to make it illegal and completely fail. And the U.S. government will watch it happen, fail, and then okay. immediately just implicate further tax stringencies and uh, regulate the shit out of it, probably killing it. By hugging it to death, you know, just hugging it too hard. Just be like, oh, I fucking love you, crypto. Oh, and it was like, guys, please, like, you're crushing me. I can't breathe. I need a little bit more fucking love you, crypto. Keep taxing it. And then just, <laughs> it dies. Which was the plan all along. Yeah. So get. would you say get out now? Sell? Get your money? No. No. All no. things aside, I think that the... Uh, the U.S. government will find a way to profit from it. And that's what we do here in America. We take the great ideas from around the world and just figure out how to extract every single goddamn cent from it. And that's what we do. And that's fine. And I'm going to ride that crypto wave. I'm not selling my Bitcoin. Make me a bit yeah. outlaw. Make me an illegal criminal. And I'll be out there on the goddamn lamb just buying and selling cold wallets left and right. You can't stop me. I'm selling wallets on my trunk. U.S. government fucking riding dirty with my terabytes of information. Can we picture you selling wallets out of your, like actual wallets out of your trunk? Yeah. Ooh, what, a bad, what a bad boy. <laughs> uh, all right. That's it. Let's get to the news that matters here. Yes, this is okay. the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy all right so this mom she's 34 young mom walked into her daughter's middle school in jacksonville and found this other girl apparently her daughter was having some problems with this other this other little girl so this mom walks in and just finds the girl in the lunchroom of all places and starts punching her okay. then the daughter jumps out in it too so now the mom and the daughter are gang beating this little girl who might be a horrible person. I don't know, but Trash. you know how you know how they knew like she was planning. This was her plan all along. Is she was wearing a boxing glove, <laughs> one single boxing glove on her left hand when she walked into the school. So it's like, hey, what are you gonna do here? What do you what? What's that? And she claims, this was her argument, that she had the boxing glove super glued to her wrist for whatever reason. Uh, she did not explain how one ends up with a boxing glove super glued to their wrist. So it was pure coincidence. She didn't put it on just to go punch this girl. She just <laughs> happened to have it on. Which would suck if you're going to kick somebody's ass and you like... One of your hands is a padded boxing glove. Yeah, it's the it kind of gives you a disadvantage. Your, it's opposite of your dominant hand. Like, but but uh, officer, it's super glued to my left hand, and I'm a righty. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, see, explain that. Yeah, I ran out of oven mitts, and I just started using this boxing glove. <laughs> oh man, well, my my brother and I growing up, we had a set of boxing gloves, but just one. So we'd always want to box. So I, being younger, 
would get the left-handed glove. So I'm like, I learned to punt, so I can kick ass with my left hand. Can you really? Do not. No. No. <laughs> but I did okay back then. No. No. In, in fact, if I were, were to have to fight with my left hand, like, I'm, I would be dead. Dude, we should start our own boxing league. It should be called the opposite hand boxing, where all you can do, you got one arm behind your back, and you can only box with your opposite hand, the, the non-dominant hand. That would be hard. See, you know, I don't know. I feel like pros I, are equally good, right? At left hand and right hand. Oh, yeah. There are people that can punch just as well with their other hand. Yeah. I can't. Not I. I'm not going to no, sit here and no. try to pretend I can do that. But that's uh, there, that's insane. This, this, this mom is obviously a trash bag. Where is it? Ash oh, awful. Ash trash booty cheeks. There you go. That's her. This guy even has a boxing glove on. I would say... That uh, even if the girl, even if the kid like deserved to get punched in the face, not by an adult. If like that young girl, I'm finished. Even if that young girl was like harassing this lady's daughter and was being a bully and everything, that's not obviously that's not how you take it out on on a kid. What you do is you silently harass them via a fake troll account on the internet. We all yeah. know how you exactly. how you punish kids these days. <laughs> yeah. That's how Make you do it. Make a group that yeah. says like, you know, Tina's a stinky Yeah. bitch. Yeah. Tina's a stinky it. bitch. That's right. That's how you do it. You you go after her about her body odor in front of her friends. If you really want to terrorize a child, you do it publicly on the internet nowadays. If have we learned nothing? Have we learned right. nothing? That's a good lesson, man. You don't actually have to physically hurt them. You just get no. them to physically Yeah. Hurt. You just you destroy them emotionally for years yeah. later. And then financially they're just wrecked because they're just dumping mm -hmm. so much money into therapy that they're like, no one liked me in high school. I was stinky, Tina. Well, Tina, let's find out more about you. Why do you think you're stinky? Well, I used to beat up this one girl, and then all of a sudden a fake troll account popped on, and then they started buying Instagram ads and TikTok commercials, oh, and they even made a dance called the Stinky Tina, and it was a huge <laughs> viral hit, and it was all based on my body odor. <laughs> It'd be really funny if she didn't actually stink. Like, what a funny rumor to say, like, hey, you guys, here's Tina Stinks. Oh, no way. <laughs> and then it's like, well, I don't know. Does she? Or that? <laughs> That's what I heard. Anymore. Now yeah. she does, right? Because perception is reality, and Tina is a foul, foul lady. Stinky uh, woman. Yeah. No, in all seriousness, this mom's a human trash bag. Who beats up a child? You know, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, and the boxing glove get the hell out of here a boxing glove is hysterical like that's the best thing i've ever heard in my life the story would be just two trash bags of families uh however the boxing glove elevates this thing so much it's amazing yes do they yep. confiscate the boxing glove and use it as like uh evidence i don't well, it's super glued to her wrist, so they didn't say if they were able to get it off. I can't imagine they could just take you to jail like with the boxing glove, because you could have a shiv under there. Yeah. Did I tell you about when my apartment got broken into by homeless guys? No. Uh, I was in college, and my apartment got broken into by two homeless guys. They were like walking around, drinking our liquor. One dude, one dude was laying in my bed. <laughs> Oh Gross. God! Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, they started taking out like frozen cheeseburger patties, like frozen burger patties, out of my freezer. Yeah. The cops came. They ran. They caught one guy, and he said, "I wasn't there. You got the wrong guy." So they had dust for fingerprints. So when I came home, there was like nine cops outside of my house. <clears throat> the door had been kicked in, and there was evidence markers all over the place. And one of the evidence markers was next to a bag of cheeseburger patties. <laughs> they, were, they were dusting burger patties for fingerprints, buddy. <laughs> no 
That's it looks like a murder investigation. Like just hey, little little cones with numbers next to all these things. Like I was like, oh man, was there was there a shootout? Are these bullet fragments? What? No, they're burger patties. I was laughing so hard. I'm like, what are we doing oh, here? They just they broke in. They were laying in our beds drinking our liquor. They didn't steal shit. Can we fucking go to bed now? It's 3.30 in the morning. Why are you dusting my burgers for fingerprints? Fucking take them. I don't care. It was like... A little, a little ah. chalk outline of a burger. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, here's where the patties were killed and murdered violent crime. It's like, what are we doing? What are we doing here, cops? <clears throat> was like, what are we doing? We're going to notify his family. That's what we're doing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, so funny, dude. So hilarious. So we still have that. My uh, roommate, my buddy, Joe, still has that evidence marker. It's up in his house. Oh, I love that. Number That's nine. That's nice to let you keep that. No, oh, yeah. he, stole, he stole from the cops. <laughs> Oh, he did. Good. Always a good idea. Oh, yeah. Well, is it stealing if they forgot it? They just kind of forgot it in our house. And we just kept oh, Well, then no. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. That's it for the show. Thank you so much for watching. Appreciate you being here. If you could, if you liked it, give us a thumbs up. Hit subscribe. And, of course, tell a friend. I know we're, we've been pushing the uh, Apple Podcasts reviews. So if you're on Apple Podcasts and you search Spark Show, could you give us five stars? Then leave us a comment in the review, and what we'll do is we'll read back your reviews coming up here in the next couple of weeks. We're trying to get to 60. Once we hit 60 reviews, then we'll we'll start reading back the comments. I don't care what you say. Just put five stars because it should be hilarious. So looking forward to reading some reviews back here. Uh, is there anything else, Pike? I can make a few eggs. That's what I'm going to do here. We'll be back tomorrow for five on Friday. Make sure you tune in then and send in some questions over there on Instagram at Sparks Radio. That's yeah. it. Oh, yeah. That too. All right, buddy. Have a great day. Good Good luck with the electric wires. Those are over, motherfuckers. Now get out of here. <laughs>